What's up, everybody? We're back again with another episode of, let's be honest, it's probably your favorite podcast. If you're listening to this show still, I got I to gotta believe. I got to believe it's your favorite. Um, we're trying something a little new here. We're uh, over at uh, Casa de Boomer Memes, and as opposed to the... Uh, the brew chat compound where uh, we do, we do basically about half the episodes, but you know, since the video setup, it's been pretty much all over there. So uh, now, now we thought we'd try it over here. Um, setting up uh coming uh, fresh, hot and fresh in the kitchen. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, we're in my kitchen right now at my gaming table. Normally we set up around in the living room, but it's a big, big hassle to set all that up and then have to break it down so that I can, you know, live in there. Um, and, uh, I thought, you know, Hey, the, uh, the gaming table in the kitchen is mostly for uh storage. And then until we, till we do gaming. So I thought I could leave the mess out for a couple days. It'd be nice. Uh, ordered the, uh, YMH live tonight. So that's why I'm not really looking to do much of work after I, uh, after we record, yeah. it's going to be my first, uh, YMH live experience. I've been a, an obvious fan of the podcast for a while. I think if, if, if you've listened to this, you probably know it's your mom's house. It's the Tom Segura, Christina P show that they do. And it's, it's, it's just great. It's just great. Um, but I, this isn't about that. I'm not going to talk about that. I, I wanted to, uh, I don't know, just come in and with some good vibes, some positive vibes, because I feel like this episode is going to get kind of dark and, and I don't want to I don't want to bum everyone out too much. But I just figured, you know, we'll, we'll just come in and, and, and make everybody feel good. As always, you can follow the show on Instagram, um, which is pretty ironic, but considering what today is about. But uh, <laughs> you can follow the show on Instagram at Boomer Memes Pod. In the bio, there is a link tree, all of my links. That's probably just the easiest way. If you're not on Instagram, of course, you can follow me on Twitter at I am sharp official. Also in the bio, there is a link tree with all of my other links. So again, that's also fine. Uh, I'm not on Facebook and we'll get to that. I also have an email address. It's uh, boomermemespod at gmail.com. If you want to send me an email, send me uh, your thoughts you know, questions, things like that. That's cool. You should do that. That's, that's how to, how to contact me out in the wild. Boom. Already getting a little gassy. I think it was the beer I had a second ago. I do have a show coming up. It is uh, November 30th at PAX Brew Room, Comedy Island. That's Aaron Chastine's show. I now know a bit more about it. Greg Barron's is also involved with that. He's a, a awesome dude, hilarious guy, a metalhead. So I like B Greg a lot. Um, and then uh, I know some other people on the show. Donnie Marsh is on it. Uh, Noah Kappa DeFerro. I, I don't have the list out in front of me, so it's escaping me. But I know more about it now than I did last time. And it's going to be a good time. Uh, there are tickets available. The link for the tickets is also in my link tree. So, you know, you've you've heard about the link tree. You know where to find it. Uh, go get yourself some of them tickets and come see the show. It's going to be a good time. Also. Um, I've got, and I'm going to, I'm going to make you guys wait for this one. I have a very special announcement, um, at the end of the show that I'm going to bring up. Tanner doesn't even know this yet. What? Yeah. You don't even know this yet. Um, but I think it's, it's, I think the writing's been on the wall for a while. Uh, and I'm going to make this announcement at the end. So stick around, listen okay. to my whole spiel. And if I, if I'm signing off and I haven't made a big, crazy announcement, stop me because that means I've got too drunk and okay. forgot. Uh, but, uh. Yeah, so uh, I guess I'll start things off. Um, 
you know, when I started the show, I like to make up comedy drama just because I feel like that's, you know, in the, um, the podcast sphere, you always hear other comics talking about the drama that's going on in the comedy community. And there's always some drama. Somebody's getting canceled. Somebody's beefing with someone else. And in this case, the latest thing that sort of swept the world of uh, comedians who have to do podcasts is uh, the beef now that has been started between Tim Dillon and Michael Che. Uh, Tim Dillon, of course, is a podcaster comedian. Um, obviously, if uh, I, an influence of mine, I think that's just fair to say. I think, uh, you know, very, very funny, but very provocative guy. He's not someone I agree with. It's more I just uh, respect the shit out of his audacity. I think that's really what it boils down to. Uh, whereas Michael Che is the um, Weekend Update co-hanker. He um, is the head writer at Saturday Night Live. He is one of the first people I ever followed on Twitter because I started following comedians recommended so it was before his snl days um and his netflix special that he put out a couple years ago was hilarious so i'm a big fan of michael che too um i think honestly like people shit on snl all the time and um i i will say that like i don't watch it consistently but i do think that the weekend update stays pretty good because that to me still feels like stand-up it feels like they're writing you know jokes like setup punchline jokes and so i i do really like you know that side of it. And I think Michael Che is hilarious on there. And I, I really, I really, I really like seeing him. So I was a little uh, disheartened to see that there was beef between these two guys. Um, and apparently what happened is Saturday night live um, in this week did a sketch because apparently Ted Cruz is mad at big bird about vaccines. <laughs> apparently that's a thing in our, in our real world that we get to exist in. And so they were doing a session. Yeah, they were doing a Sesame Street sketch, but I guess it was like Ted Cruz's Sesame Street. I don't know. I didn't see the whole sketch. I only saw the clip. Apparently, there's a lot more, and apparently, like, the rest of it's pretty funny, but, like, they just really missed on this one. They they brought um, um, Pete Davidson, um, known uh, Kim Kardashian banger, uh, out and trotted him out. For real? Yeah, this is all real. Did you, did you not catch I didn't know he was hooking up with Yeah, he's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, he he's... You know, say what you want, man. He's he's doing something. He's got some kind of mojo working. I bet he's just got like the biggest fucking dick, dude. He seems kind of like a doofball. Well, to be honest, I mean, he's you know, I I think he's funny. I've you know, I I don't have any problem with him either. I you know, he uh, his stand up is pretty good. It's really uh, it's really it's he's kind of one of the weirder ones. But like, you know, a lot of people just say he gets by on having uh you know his his dad died in 9-11 but i think he's funny you know that's that's one joke in his act and he he, he says a lot of other very funny things and I, I generally like him on snl so i don't i don't have any problem with him either but they trotted him out he was in like a bald cap and a black button-up shirt and he was joe rogan he made like no effort to do like a real joe rogan impression and the joke was just hurdy dur i take horse pills and it wasn't very good. And like, and don't get me wrong. I think Joe Rogan is completely, um, you know, ripe for fucking uh, roasting. I think he's got it coming in a lot of ways. And I think that there's a lot of good jokes people could write about Joe Rogan. And I think if it's a good joke, he probably would be fine with it. I don't I, I, I haven't heard what his reaction to this is. I'm sure he's probably going to say, like, who gives a shit? I don't think he's going to be upset about it. But I mean, you know, I think that if it was an actually a good joke and it really ribbed him um i think he'd he'd 
do that. Like, that's what I would do. If like, if I got attacked by SNL and it was actually like good and it wasn't just cheap, I'd be like, well played. Cause I like, I like getting roasted when it's funny. So this, this section of the, the sketch where Joe Rogan is explaining to big bird that he takes, you know, ivermectin wasn't funny. And I think he mentioned how he can suck his own dick, which is a pretty recent, like nod. he mentioned that on like one of the new, it was the one rare Joe Rogan episode. I watch every like couple months. Cause it had like Mark Norman and Ari Shafir and Shane Gillis on it. Dude, was, if he's been doing martial arts for like 60 years or whatever, then yeah, he could probably suck his own dick. Yeah. So he, apparently he says he can suck his own dick and they made a joke about that. I didn't get it. I thought that was just, it was like, that's a weird random thing to just say. That's not very funny. And now that I know that like, Oh, he said that that makes it a little funnier. I'm not going to lie. The fact that it is a real reference and it's not just some them fishing, you know, mm-hmm. that's kind of what I thought it was. So anyway, it's weird. I watched that episode or listened to it, but I'm, it's back. All podcasts are background noise. I'm always doing something mm-hmm. else. Like I, that's why I think I can get away with uh, saying kind of stupid stuff on here. Which, you know, has gotten other people in trouble, but also, I mean, like, whatever it's, it's how much trouble is it going to really get me in? You know, I say that now, <laughs> but, uh, also like, I also am not sure that like a lot of people are listening, but I did find out this week. I had two different people tell me that they're, they're listening. Like, fuck yeah. One friend is all the way caught up. Another friend is like, was like an episode behind. Mm-hmm. So probably caught up now, of course, you know, by, by the time this comes out, they'll be behind again. But anyway, but regardless, that's still cool. Like I didn't. I figured, you know, especially my friends, I figure like they'll listen to one and then, you know, probably not make it a priority, but it's cool that people, people are following along and it makes me, makes me feel good. But, um, I, I'm, I'm going on a tangent. What I was talking about was the whole, uh, the, the, uh, Michael Che, Tim Dillon thing. So anyway, Tim Dillon tweets out, you know, this is a hack, you know, fucking joke. And it was, I mean, you know, I, I think, I think he didn't say the joke was hack. I think he said the writers are hacks. Michael Che responded, Tim Dillon responded back and it became a a big thing. Tim Dillon said some fucking mean things. He he was like, they were both being very nice and then throwing jabs. And it was funny because it was like, I've not heard about this. Oh yeah. 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 So, so basically uh, Michael Che was like, well, Tim Dillon is a total sweetheart, but you know, Hey, he, he's a failed comedian who got, who became a media figure figure because that's easier, but we all love him and we, we, we wish him well, you know, Damn. which we, the wish him well thing is a Tim Dillon. That's like, that's one of his like things he says, which is like uh, very sarcastic. Yeah. That's, yeah he does so, say that. Like, we wish him well. So that, that to me, that was like fucking that's funny yeah. as shit. And, uh, you know, and then he goes, I don't want any trouble, but you know, Tim Dillon needs to watch it, you know, basically. Yeah. And then Tim Dillon responded. He's like, well, look, Michael Che has been nothing but a sweetheart. I respect him, you know, and I think he's accomplished great things for being, you know, an alcoholic who can't read. And so I didn't know that Michael Che, like when all this came out, uh, Michael Che also has a new special coming out and this got crazy, like blew up viral way bigger than most things. Tim Dillon posts, but like, it's funny because everyone's talking about like, Oh shit, they're beefing. They're beefing. It to me seems like two buddies fucking having a, having a good time yeah. with each other. It cause I mean, <laughs> he called him an alcoholic who can't read. That's <laughs> fucking funny. That's funny. Especially if it's not true. I don't know if I, I don't, I don't know how based in reality that is, but <laughs> I think it's getting blown out of proportion. I think it's not a big deal. I think mostly Michael Che leaned into it because He's like, hey, this will be new press for my special coming out. 
and which I haven't had a chance to watch yet. It should be out now. Um, so everybody should check that out because last one was really good. I have no reason to think this one won't be. But uh, <laughs> it's funny. He called he, well, he called Tim Dillon a failed comedian while he's like touring like theaters and like selling those out. So it's like he's doing OK. His Patreon makes really he's like one of, it's one of like the highest rated Patreons. Like he's he's doing all right. Michael Chase. No, Tim, no Tim Dillon. Tim Dillon. Yeah, he's doing very well. Michael, I don't think Michael Chase is allowed to have yeah, a Patreon. That's why I was asking. I was like. But um, I think that's I think it's all the, my, the point. The reason I'm bringing this up is, hey, I mean, it's happening in the comedy world, so it's kind of relevant. But um, it's also fucking I think the it's clearly, like I said, two buddies who go, probably go back ribbing each other. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like rap beef, you know, like in, we're two rappers act like they hate each other and write a bunch of songs. And really, it's like calculated because mm-hmm. like we're both about to sell a bunch of fucking records. So I think um, it's sort of that. And, um, I think it's because of, uh, fucking just the way social media makes us. Like, I think we want to click, like I've, I've ate it up. Cause I'm like, Oh shit. Two comedians. I like are don't not getting along. What the fuck? You know? So I'm like, click, 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 click. And, um, you know, I've, I've listened to podcast clips of people talking about it. So I know it's kind of a thing. I, you know, I think that it's just, fucking why it's we're so wired now to seek conflict and like to look at look for conflict i think that i think it's it's just getting to a point where it's it's becoming the norm like i don't i mean i that's part of why i quit facebook and that's really the kind of the main gist of what i wanted to get into today is is um i quit facebook two years ago because it became too volatile and I'm, I'm look, I'm an edgelord and I was a troll for a very long time on Facebook. I fucked with people. I actively tried to ruin people's day. I'm not proud of it. I'm, I'm I've definitely outgrown it, you know, but I loved the fucking macabre. I loved, uh, you know, the, uh, the gallows humor. I loved, um, everything you're not supposed to like only on the fact of not the joke itself, but the reaction it's going to get out of you. And I, you, you being offended was the joke to me. And that's not, like I said, it's not necessarily a great way to, to carry about, mm-hmm. but there, there, it, it is a thing that happened and it is a thing that exists. Um, and I think that was me feeding into that sort of, and off of that sort of environment that just sort of allows and encourages that sort of like, opposition you know oh i like a thing well i'm exposed to this thing i don't like so i'm gonna tell you why that thing sucks Mm. well fuck you no fuck you and these are two people who were great friends you know a couple weeks ago so i you know it just became too much of that for me and i you know and like it it wasn't an overnight thing i didn't go from being a fucking uh mean edgelord troll to Mm. uh just like well one thing went wrong i'm running away it's like i I tried to play it nice for a while and I, i think i did a pretty good job of it but just still just see, I, I feel like I don't need to be up in everybody's business that much. And like, it's weird to me now, like I'm, you know, going on two years of, of being Facebook free, how many of my friends are still on it and like how, like, I mean, basically the local comedy scene communicates almost entirely through it. Mm-hmm. Um, a group I started for my old show comedy fight is still the main group where all the local comics gather and communicate and like, you know, coordinate shows, which is probably the real reason why I don't get booked as much as I do is because I'm not in that group. And so I'm just not there to answer when, Hey, I need a spot for a show, you know? Um, 
And so that's part of the selfishness of that is why I'm, I'm really imploring if, if, if anyone in the local scene listens to this show or is listening to this now fucking you guys all should just quit facebook it's dumb you're not you're Start not a discord that's so we'll, we'll get to that join discord create a discord account if you don't already and get used to using it because it's better because you're not broadcast and, and like look i know like well i need this to advertise my shows but like none let's let's be honest here in the local scene none of us are really selling out shows or packing out shows. I mean, that's kind of, I think the last local comics who were doing that were, were the, uh, the once a month shows. Those were mm-hmm. the, those were selling out. Um, but like, I haven't heard of anything doing that. I mean, like if a big name comes to town, but then the big name is going to be advertising. Mm-hmm. And like, dude, I'm not saying quit social media altogether. I mean, co- technically discord is kind of a social media. It's just, you're not broadcasting it out to everyone. You're, you're, cl- it's sort of like Facebook groups without the Facebook. And a lot of people would argue that Facebook groups is really where things went wrong because it uh, allowed people to set up these in- misinformation pockets. You know um, I mean, there was definitely a period where I was, on more for the groups I was in than I was for my main feed. Mm-hmm. So same. Yeah. But that's kind of why I think discord works because now I can just only pay attention to the things that mm-hmm. I'm directly interested in. Um, and, and I, and I have a great way of keeping up with people, but only if, if people agree to buy into it and check it. Um, that's so I've, I've some bad news. I want to, I want to, I'm going to take a drink. The Facebook game that I, I'm not fa- the Facebook game, the dungeons and dragons game that I had started um, thanks to the Mercering. um, I've decided to, that that's not going to be a thing. Um, I just, it's such a time sink and I'm having to battle with my players who would rather use Facebook to organize. They don't, Mm -hmm. they're like, Hey, I want you to play in my game. I'm going to, you know, all the information about this game is going to be on discord. When we're playing news things you need to know things i need to know about you i'm gonna ask there so check it like once a day i don't think that's unreasonable it's probably healthy that you're only checking a social media thing once a day people don't look at it at all and so like i'll be like hey before i can write the next part i need to know these things about your characters and nothing so i just you know game time comes i'm like well you guys didn't get with me on this so you know so it's like i need and like this sounds fucking diva shit but it's just true i need players who are gonna care about the game when they're i'm not saying like be obsessed about it but like don't only just play it on saturday when you're Mm -hmm. there play it like you know think about things in the game in between the game you know and show that to me show me that you're excited you know be you know when i say hey would you guys rather do this kind of thing or this kind of thing you know be there to answer it. And you know, like I said, it doesn't have to be immediate. I don't expect an immediate response, but when I go more than 24 hours and don't get an answer and then I say, well, guys, this kind of bums me out, you know, Oh, we're sorry, dude, we'll be better. Okay, cool. Next thing comes up more than 24 hours without a response. It's like, you guys don't really give a shit. Like, I mean, it's fine. It's a game. I'm not saying that like they need to, I don't hate them for not liking it. I'm not like, fuck those people. It's just like, I don't think we're going to have fun being in a game together. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm just pulling the plug on that. And now without, a fucking widespread sort of social media. I don't really know how I'm going to build a group back up. I mean, I'm sure I will. It'll take time. Um, if you're out there listening and you want to play some D and D every other Saturday, hit me up at uh boomer at gmail.com. And we'll talk about what kind of game I'm going to run and what I expect of my player. No, <laughs> but uh, you know, reasonable expectations, I think. And if and, you know, if you don't like it, don't say yes and come. And think that it's not going to be like that because it's going to be like that. 
that out of the way. Yeah. I just, it's weird that people are so reliant on this thing. That's obviously bad and obviously not for them anymore. Mm-hmm. Like I know Facebook's rebranding to meta or whatever, but like, you know, it's just not like it's it's definitely like the boomer platform. It's the one all the boomers are on. Do you want to hang out at the place all your, where your parents hang out? Do you go to the bars your parents go to? Mm. Like, no, we need we need to go somewhere else, guys. Like everyone my age, a little bit older, say millennials and younger need to f- do a mass exodus of Facebook. And I'm, and I'm telling you, as a guy who's been off for two years and you can attest to this, too. Oh, yeah. It's been good. It's been good. I'm fine. I'm not as social as I used to be. That's okay. Because here's the thing. And, and, and I had anxiety about this too. I was like, I have fucking, you know, thou, you know, I, I want to say it was like 3000 close to the limit of how many friends Facebook would let you have. Mm. I was like, I got a lot of fucking friends on here that I'm going to lose touch with, but I'll tell you something I learned from experience because I, came up in the MySpace days and I had a lot of friends on MySpace way more than I ever had on Facebook because MySpace was more for that. But there were definitely people that I met and communicated with through MySpace. I had a lot of like music contacts and um, various other, you know, people that I knew uh, from all around the country. And, and uh, as face MySpace was kind of dying off and people were making the switch, I eventually did too. And I lost touch like a big, big chunks of people that I interacted with regularly just now cut out. And like mm-hmm. some I reconnected with through Facebook, like years later, some I never did, you know, it's weird how that happens, but, but that's like, weirdly that's real life, you know, like, yeah, it sucks. You're going to lose touch with some people, but that's how it's supposed to be. Well, that's, that's high school. That's college. Yeah. That's, you know, that's when you, when you work for a place for a long time and then change jobs, you don't, you know, Mm-hmm. So like my, my thing is, you know, and also like what it took me, what it took, a, a, you know, convincing myself is like, like, man, I'm going to lose like 3000 friends if I just leave Facebook. And then I was like, I don't have 3000 friends. Like mm-hmm. I'm, I've added th- 3000 people who've added me back, but like, I don't fucking like interact with most of these people on a regular basis. And like, I, you know, all I did. So all you can do is you give everybody notice and say, here, say, Hey, here's the other places you can find me. And the people who give a shit will follow you and they'll make sure they'll find one of the places they are also. And they'll, they'll do the thing they can. So they get to keep up with you. The people who don't give a shit won't. And you know what? You're, you're fine without them as an entertainer. That's really rough for me because I like to be out and where the people are, but I it sort of, I could sense the Facebook thing coming. And I think I was just ahead of the curve on that. And now it's like, I know it sounds like I'm begging people to leave. I'm not begging. I'm advocating. I'm saying like, look, life is good on the other side. Join us, but let's do something so that I can play in your guys' games too, because I don't want to play at the, sorry, I don't want to go play in the, at the the boomer field. I want to go play at the field that like we built, you know? Mm -hmm. So, and, and like, I know I'm being a bit of a hypocrite because I am on Instagram and I still use uh, Facebook messenger, which fucking sucks. I wish I didn't have to. That's part of yeah. it too. It's like, I don't want to have to use either of those things. Let's find another way that doesn't suck. That isn't like morally compromised because I watched a bunch of stuff on Facebook today and man, they've been doing shady shit since day one. And it just seems like it was built for like all the things that were like, can you believe that Facebook is actually encouraging people to hate each other? It's like, now it turns out, yeah, that's kind of been the plan the whole time. Uh, Did you happen to watch any of that? I can't remember his name now, but I, I know we talked about it on in chaos and then, uh, 
fucking, I wish I remember something Newton maybe, but anyway, yeah, go listen to in chaos. There's a plug for that. But I posted one in our like internal chat or maybe in the in chaos discord server. Oh, the, the professor. Yeah. yeah I didn't get, I, I was, that was on my list. I didn't get no, to No, He's right up. That's his whole thing is he saw the dangers day one and was like, Nope, I'm never signing up for this. Like to him, it was basically somebody going through the village being like, Hey, do you want to start taking poison? Yeah. And he was nah. Well, and he's got a bunch of poignant like points. I, I do think that there is room for social media. I just think Facebook's the wrong one. I think Facebook is clearly not a good thing. It's not causing good things. I, I think the internet and the idea of social media are generally good things. And I think it, once we learn how to use them correctly and, and use them responsibly, I think we'll accomplish really great things that we wouldn't have been able to without. I just think that it's time we outgrow it. I think it's time we let it go. And I'm, that's, I'm, 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 I'm like, it's, it's to the point I'm actually advocating for it. I actually want to see people do it. It's, it's, I mean, you can call it like a cult like thing or a religious like thing, but it's an anti cult. Leave it, leave mm-hmm. it behind, be free. You know, you're, you don't need all those people. Uh, the people that you do care about, you know what you should do is you get their fucking phone number. How about that? Get their phone number, text them, shoot, give them a call, um, talk one-on-one with them. You don't need, you're not so important that you need a bulletin board and everybody just needs to check your stuff mm-hmm. at their convenience. You know, you gotta be, you gotta, you know, communication is a two way street. And I think that's kind of part of it. I think it's this idea now that everyone kind of just has a bulletin. Hey, well, and they get so used to it. It's like, well, if you want to know what's up with my life, you can take the time mm-hmm. to look. I don't, I don't have to stop and talk to you about that now. Like, and I mean, I think podcasting is kind of, kind of guilty of that to a degree. Cause like, I definitely now am the guy who like in conversation goes, Oh yeah. I talked about that on the show the other day. I'm like, Oh fuck. I, but yeah, but you're uh, providing content. Right, right, right. Yeah. I was like, yeah, it's like, if you want to hear me go on at length at this, you can, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's just, I, I think that uh, ultimately I just want to see people, people uh, be, you know, get rid of it because it doesn't deserve to exist anymore. I don't think. And I know they've, they're trying to rebrand themselves. You've got this TV commercial on now with these like hip young kids, like in this sort of like living painting kind of thing. Mm. And uh, I was like, Oh, look how hip and young the users of Facebook are now. I was like, nah, bright side. I like to go into the outdoors. So glass half full of this is I'm hoping, you know, 20, 30 years down the line, this is going to free up some camping spots. Yeah. Because people are going to be in the metaverse. But back to what you're talking about being boomers. Uh, dude, my parents. Well, my dad's not on Facebook. Thank God. My mom is, but she, I feel like she actually has a pretty good hold on it and understands that's bullshit. But she's on there to like, look at nieces and nephews and whatnot. But she likes to watch the drama. And just not intervene. And so they've got some new neighbors that just moved from Florida. They're a bunch of halfbacks, you know, moved from the north down to Florida and then ended up halfway back in Tennessee. (laughs) And uh, I love that term because it sounds racist, but it's not. (laughs) And uh, and it's mostly white people, at least every halfback I've ever met. Um, But yeah, they started Facebook drama with the neighbors, like just talking shit on Facebook. Then it started a whole. A whole thing. And it's like, these are grown ass people. And it's like, 
it's up to our generation to tell them. They're the ones that used to tell us to not watch cartoons because it'll rot our brains. Yeah. Like, hey, <laughs> like we actually see it happening now. Like we know it's not, you know, the, the whole I think that was just an excuse for like, hey, quit, t- you know, quit tying up the TV, go outside mm-hmm. and play so I can watch the stupid stuff I want to yeah, watch. Yeah. Um, whereas like with this, it's like, no, literally people are going crazy because of this shit. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's not good. Um, especially when you got like, you know, a whole comedy scene that just books all their shows through it and uses it like the, the man, what's so funny to me is like MySpace events. When you would put like an event up that people mm-hmm. could join and say they were going to, those were pretty accurate you would get a pretty close number. You you would always get more people saying they were going than would show up, but some of those maybes would account for it. So you'd get pretty close. You'd always be pretty close to that number. Facebook events, they were never accurate. You would never get a good read because you, well, because the difference is, is my space was more tailored to the idea that you're trying to network and you're trying to meet new people um, using the internet. Whereas Facebook was more geared to keeping up with people you already mm-hmm. know. And so when you're trying to book events, it's kind of exploitative and promotive. You know, most of your friends don't want that. That's why MLMs fail is because most of your friends don't want to put up with that shit. They want to hear about your stuff. They want to know that you're doing it and that you're happy doing it. If they're interested, they'll get it. If they're not, they want to be left alone about it. And a lot of people thought I was annoying as shit. Cause I was like, we got a show. We got a show. We got a show. We got a show. I'm sure people are getting tired of seeing boomer. Dude, that boomer shit is that. literally why dang cook exists. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but I'm wondering how many people are tired of seeing, you know, on my Instagram feed of like, oh, Ian's posted some. Oh, it's another ad for the next episode of his shit. Because it's like if you look at like the grid, it's like, oh, man, this is taking mm-hmm. up a big chunk now because I don't post that much anymore. You know, I, it just like the events like now, like I, I you know, I, I went to a Facebook event page for something and there's like no numbers at all. Like it's zero, zero, you know just cause no one, no one interacts with them anymore. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I mean, it's cool. It's cool to have it. There's just, so you got to lay out with all the information there. It's like a digital flyer, but like, it's like a digital flyer in a mall that like, in, a, in like a dead mall, you know, mm-hmm. like a mall that's still open, but nobody goes there. Yeah. There. Have you heard about the company whose actual name is meta? That's been around for a while. Huh? So there's an actual company called meta that's a tech company. There's some weird, I don't know how this works with like naming of companies and copyrights necessarily, because like, like you could own, like say I owned, I don't know, Microsoft. It's a computer company. We all know that. Say you owned Microsoft water. It was a different logo. You could do that. Yeah. From what I understand, because it's such a different product. And as long as you weren't trading on the same logo and branding image, I think you can do that just in name. Um, so, but I'm not hundred percent sure how all this works. So there's another company called meta that does something to do with computers. I think Facebook tried to buy them out before this announcement, they made them a low blow offer. This meta company was like, no, we're keeping our name. You pick something different. Facebook said, fuck them. We're going to run with the name anyway. We'll deal with the lawsuit later. It's not even a good name. And uh, yeah, so this company is posing them with a lawsuit. So this other company, Matt, I don't even know what you do, but you fucking take those suckers down. Those and, suckers. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fuck Facebook. And, and like, again, I know I, I hate to, to beat a dead horse, but the horse is dead, guys. Get off it. Let's let's all run in the fields together and, and, and uh, 
be free of this. You know, why do we, why do we need a fucking another, another rich ass company, a giant, another yeah. giant ass company. We don't need another giant ass company. I think, I think we, what we need is we, I mean, we need to figure it out. Cause like, I mean, Twitter is not great. I don't love Twitter, but I think it's manageable and they're mm. not as like aggressive about collecting your information. They might be, and I might just not know what I'm talking about, mm. but they, they certainly haven't been in as much trouble about it. And, uh, but it's not great and I don't love it. And I barely post there anymore. I'm, I'm probably on my way out of Twitter. Instagram is owned by Facebook. So I don't, I only, I only use it cause it's my only connection. Really. I, I just feel like we need something else. That's like, I feel like we, we need an ethical social media. I don't know how, if that is such a thing. I think they've tried it, but the problem with it is so uh, social media is only as valuable as how big its user base is. But what's funny is some of the, the the Facebook stuff I looked into today is that like they're like behavioral predicting stuff that is obviously makes them like behavioral engineering. Like there's no mm. way they're not going to try and guide users to do things like think about like how often Facebook will change their layout. It's usually once every like two to three years and they'll make some big change where buttons are in different places. The shade of blue is slightly different, you know, Um <laughs> It's like black and shit now. Yeah. I've, I mean, I'm, I don't know. I got a glimpse of it the other day. It looks totally different from when we left it. Yeah. Like, well, it's, it's, they do this to, it's sort of like, it's, it's intentional because it's that the constant change makes it feel new to people. It mm-hmm. makes it feel like, Oh, I don't, you know, this is a, a new thing. It makes it feel fresh. It keeps it from getting stale. Like, you know, MySpace kind of became stagnant and then they started making really drastic changes that people didn't like. And at that time, Facebook was already picking up. So it was just, it was writing on the wall. Whereas um, instead of Facebook doing naturally what would have happened or is, okay, we're a generational thing, but we're going to shift out too. They were like, we saw what happened to MySpace, so we're going to actually take steps to do that, and then also take steps to keep people coming back. And like, part that's part of what like you know them being on cell phones and smartphones mm. and having those push notifications to be like, hey, hey, look at us, hey, look at us, hey. Look. I mean, the social dilemma really covered that really well. Where I was like, that's that's all intentional. It's literally going like, oh, you haven't checked our app in like two hours. Let's let's remind you to check it again. You'll once you're there for one thing, you'll stick around for other stuff. You, mm-hmm. you, the bug will bite you, you know. So. um it's just it's the fact that like they've intentionally set it up so that you do, you do feel anxiety about quitting too. It's like they want to be like a sort of digital drug, and mm-hmm. they know that like this gets a dopamine hit. Let's do this, but then also if they get mad, they'll stay around for a long time because they're going to read every comment and then type their own long one and then respond and get into that loop. And that really is what fucks the whole algorithm up so that now it's like oh they're the most engaged with this kind of topic let's throw more of this kind of topic at them and it's they've known that that's how their algorithm works the whole time Mm -hmm. and just let it do that yeah no it's a disgusting business practice like they uh it's essentially the same as if somebody if i came to you and convinced you that i was going to put a billboard in your yard to advertise to you. I'll change up the ads once in a while. It's a free billboard. But I've, I've tricked you, though, and made you think that the billboard is benefiting you in whatever way. And then finally, people are starting to realize that they don't need these fucking billboards. That's all Facebook is an advertising platform. That's all Instagram is. Well, in like in other countries, I think we talked about this on our show. It, it is the Internet. Mm-hmm. Like uh, like, I mean, the um, Myanmar genocide was 
largely orchestrated through Facebook. The propaganda that was spread about the people that were uh, being attacked was spread through yeah. Facebook. So it's, and, and, you know, the thing is, is like they, it's, I don't think that they intentionally set that up to happen, but I think that they know what their platform is capable of. And they threw it into this market without the nearly enough of a support structure to, to uh, be uh, moderators of that sort of thing. Mm. Like, I think they said that it was like, I think they, the people there speak Burmese and I think, they had four people on the staff, you know, who could speak Burmese and, 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 you know, look at those posts. Um, but like, it was like 7 million people were, were the, you know, or the population of that country that they had to moderate. Yeah. So it's like, you know, definitely like profits over lives, especially when they're way the fuck over there, who cares, you know? So to me, it's just so obviously bad and I don't see why, people put up with it anymore. Like I've heard there is sort of an exodus. Some friends I've talked to say like, yeah, I still have my account, but I barely look at it. Cut the cord. Cause like, I mean, like it kind of worries me like that. Like, I mean, you know, I was on there for like, God, I had to be like 12, 13 years. And it was like maybe longer than that, maybe 15. It's hard to say. Yeah, no, it had to be like 15, maybe longer than that. Shit. No, 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 no. It's probably, it's probably closer to like 13. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. I think, uh, you know, how, who knows how many fucking, especially during my edgelord phase, how many horrible things that are now mm-hmm. like on record of me saying that, like, I kind of wish weren't there, you know, like, I mean, like my account's not there, so you can't go look it up, but like someone can, someone at Facebook can. So it's like, I don't like that. I don't like that. That's a thing. I, I, I'm sorry about all that stuff. I didn't mean it. I was joking. I mean, I, I probably, I may not have been joking, but I was, I was young and dumb. I'll say that. Uh, I don't know specifically what it is. So I'm just putting a general casting, a general net. I think if you've listened to the show so far, you probably get a vibe of who I am as a person. Uh, I try not to be a shithead. I try to stay out of other people's way. Um, <laughs> like, so like, I mean, I, if I want, if I'm going to get canceled, I want it to be for something I said yesterday, not something I said, you know, yeah. 10 years ago. Yeah. Anyway, I don't, you know, I, again, I just implore you guys leave it. Leave it. It's it's an abusive relationship. Get out. I know it's comfortable. I know it's feels like it's all you've known. Get the fuck out, guys. Like, do it. How, I mean, like, how how has your life been? What have, what have you? Uh, pretty phenomenal. I think we both jumped ship at the absolute perfect time right, right. before twenty twenty. Right before the pandemic. Yeah, yeah. I uh, going into twenty twenty. At the time, I was very optimistic of twenty twenty. I was like, Nah, I'm I'm turning my life around, getting some things going for myself. I'm adulting in twenty twenty. I'm making my life mine, seizing the day, and all that jazz. And so one of those things was like late November. I decided, no, nah, I'm going to get off Facebook at the end of the year. Life has been way better without it. Believe it or not, I still have friends. Uh, I have better times hanging out with these friends because not a bunch of superficial like comments off a post. It's like, hey, yeah, I'm going to this thing. So, yeah, I've got fewer friends, but I feel like they were more meaningful friendships, which I think is the way life was meant to be lived. Not with like you don't have 800 friends. No one does. Yeah. I mean, like. What is clout really? Like, you're not like, who cares if your clout is in like mm. your hometown, like hometown clout clout is worthless unless you like have an old money and you run the town. Like mm-hmm. if you're just like, Oh, I'm just really popular. Who gives a shit? Like, you know, I mean, cool, cool. I'm glad that you're the that people like you. That's fine. 
but like you don't don't feel pressured to maintain that like that's who gives a shit i uh I mean, honestly, like I, I don't want to get political as for the other show, but I'm definitely going to, I got some shit to talk about on Sunday or you guys will hear it on Monday, but I got to get the fuck out of this state. Like that's an imperative. Um, I mean, it's not, it's not something I can do soon, but it's definitely like my, uh, guide stone is pointed that way. Mm -hmm. I'm definitely like, I feel the pull, feel the pull of destiny, (laughs) I guess saying like, Hey, you, if you stay here, you're going to die here. And I'm like, shit, I don't mm. want to die here. So I, you know, I, to me, it's, it's, I think the fact that I, I mean, I think that was good practice. I think like leaving a big social media platform, is kind of like moving away because you, you are leaving a lot of people behind, you know, it's like, there aren't people that like, you know, if I move to another town, there's people in this town that I generally like and get along with that I'll probably never see again, unless I come back and they're, we're running to each other at a bar. But like, odds are like that may never happen. I'm, you know, once, once you plant roots somewhere else, cut a lot of other stuff away and um, you know, it sucks, but it's, you know, they'll, they'll be fine. You got to hope anyway, you know, if they weren't important enough to keep up with in those kind of circumstances, you got to really sort of, that doesn't mean go around being shitty. Cause they, oh, they don't matter. They don't matter to me. It does, that's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying like, you got to put things into perspective and you got to look at like, what do you want out of life? What do you want out of the people you can, you know, what do you want from the people you care about? What are you, what's the point of these relationships? What's the point of staying connected and keeping up with everybody's every little annoying thing that they think at any given time? What, what are you really hoping to gain from that? Like, I mean, are you like Tanner's mom and you're just entertained by the chaos? If that's the case, I wish you well, I don't know. I can't, I, I mean, like, I don't know what to do so with also that. nieces and nephews. It's yeah. a three factor deal with her. Well, so my mom is the youngest of 11 children. And so I have a lot of aunts and uncles mm-hmm. and a lot of cousins. And so we have a very big, big Southern family um, that ranges from like pretty, you know, I'm not gonna say there's anyone who's super rich in my family, but there's some who are, uh, you know, middle-class comfy. And then there's some pretty poor people. So the fact that all these people who have, basically nothing to do with each other other than the fact that they happen to be related feel this weird need to interact all the time Mm -hmm. like my mom is like you only get one family i'm like i mean like honestly like and and if, if anyone in my extended family is listening to this and i've said it before on other shows i'm sorry but like when you know when the unfortunate time comes and my mom leaves this world we're probably never going to talk again. That's probably going to be another like thing. Like our mm-hmm. bond is my, the fact that my mom still wants to be a part of this social circle. That is our family. I've always been a black sheep. I've, I was kind of a black sheep in my own family, much less with my ex- very extended family. Like if they don't really try to be in my life, I'm not going to like nudge them. I'm not going to be mm-hmm. sad about it. I'm not gonna be like, Oh no. I'm just gonna be like, well, that's, that is what it is. You know, and it, it's, to me, it's like, I mean, and I understand, like, I guess if you, if you, if you're in a different situation, you are like a lot closer to a lot more people, but if that's the case, you don't need a platform like Facebook to maintain that it's a horrible platform for, you know, conducting business, which again, comedy scene, get the fuck out of Facebook. Um, it's a horrible platform dating. I, you know, trying to use Facebook as like a dating app. I remember that that was miserable. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, it's, it works sometimes, but never like to great success. Like, you know, and, and then there's the whole like, you know, which I mean, I think I think now like we're at a point where it's it's pretty customary. We're like, 
you, you can tell which couples like share accounts and passwords and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's always super obvious and cringe, but most people get like, no, 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 that's your space. And this is my space. Like if I can't trust you to have a social media site, I can't trust you. So if I, if I, if I feel like I need like my significant other's password, that just shouldn't be my significant other. That's just really the truth. And that's that. And I think everyone should feel that way. It's like, look, don't, if you need to know your like boyfriend or girlfriend's fucking password, then they shouldn't be your boyfriend or girlfriend. And that's just, that's, that's the truth. I'm sorry. That's more unsolicited dating advice from me, but it ties in Facebook sucks as a dating platform. Um, you know, as a way to engage with fans as an entertainer, also shitty because it gives mm-hmm. them either way too much access or not enough. And, you know, like the, you run into a lot of like when you when you're an entertainer and like even at my level, like I've never been like super, super huge or famous, but I've done OK. You know, we were on MTV. My band was. And um, there are people who were fans of my band who added me on Facebook. And because we were Facebook friends, bridged that gap in their mind that we were real friends and would just message me randomly. Hey, man, what's up? I'm like living my life. Like, what are you doing? And it's like, oh, nothing. Just hanging out, man. Cool. I'm like. Yeah, dude. Cool. Cool. Uh, And then they'd probably, they'd like try to be friends with me, but then like, I don't think they get it. Like they're talking about like the stuff that they like. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, I don't care about like those video games or whatever. Like, so that kind of stuff happens. And I think it's good to have a wall up where like the people, you know, and and it's not to say I'm not personable. Like I'm willing to like become friends with anybody um, under the right context, but like there's times when I'm ready to make new friends and there's times where I just want to sit on my couch and Mm -hmm. watch TV. I don't want to have to answer fucking Mm -hmm. Facebook messages, quit Facebook, let it die. It needs to die. Go away from it. Let the boomers have it. Let it be the fucking Midwest of social media. Let it be the dust bowl. Well, and that's not to, that's really mean thing to say because there's a lot of good people probably who live in those areas and they also probably should get the fuck out and come to the cities but uh <laughs> i'm getting the fuck out of the south that's for sure or at least the red state i don't know if there's there's not any southern blue states anymore are there i think florida used to be florida used to be virginia was yeah. i don't know whether governor switch i don't know but let's we're, we're dipping into the other other show territory but um i uh yeah i gotta get the fuck out of here that's all i know I also got to get the fuck out of here as far as this podcast. But before I go, I did promise you guys a tasty morsel, didn't I? Mm, Yeah, I'm excited about this. So to help encourage people to pull the plug, leave Facebook, I've already created it. It already exists. There is a Boomer Memes Discord, and I will uh, have the link in the show notes. It'll It'll be in my link tree when this goes live. So as listening to this, Go start yourself a Discord account, do it on your phone, your computer, whatever, and follow the link and join it. And it's it's very much under construction. I don't care. Um, I don't know. It's It'll be a great way to see how many people I'm reaching. Um, and it'll probably be embarrassing if like two people join it because you'll go like, shit, only two people listen to your show. That's all I have confirmed. So maybe that's it. <laughs> Again, I don't want to see the numbers. I don't want to know the numbers, but um, I'd like to see an organic growth of this, this group. And the only, I'm not going to plug it. I'm not going to beg people to join it outside of this show. Cause I want to, I want it. I want people who actually listen to the show to be for them. You know, I want it to be a thing. So like, you know, that everyone in this group is on the same page. You know, mm-hmm. that's that that to me is is it's going to be an inclusive, exclusive and exclusive. It's inclusive in that anyone is allowed to listen to the show, um, but it's exclusive in the sense that only people who listen to the show are going to know about this. Um, I, I mean, 
if it grows enough, I might, I'm going to, I'm going to definitely, I will plug it to the other local comedians in, in the scene. I want other, other local comedians to join it, even if they don't give a shit about the show, because that'll be a great way to communicate. We can mm-hmm. set up a little area. They can plug their shows there to my audience and I'm, I'm giving them full reign to do that. You know, I think I've got ideas for shows, but I need to be able to contact all the different comics to uh, make these ideas come to life. So, uh, yeah, that's that's my my elevator pitch. I got a discord uh, server and uh, I want you guys to come join it. Once again, you can uh, follow me on Instagram for now (laughs) at Boomer Memes Pod. There's a link tree in the description. All the links will be there, including the new discord. There is uh, I am sharp official on Twitter. I barely post there anymore, but Hey, there's also the link tree there. Boomer memes pod at gmail.com. If you just want to get face to face, if you're like, Hey Ian, I listen to your show. Let's be best friends. Even though you just said how weird that is. Um, send me the link to your discord. I'll do it. I'll go. Oh, sure. Here you go. Also, don't talk to me like that. I'm not your friend. You <laughs> fucking weirdo. <laughs> Unless you are actually my friend. And then I'll be like, I'll still probably say that. And you just go, like, Oh, Ian, <laughs> which means no one's going to believe it. Someone who's crazy is going to email me. And he's like, when he tells me to go away, that just means he's my real friend. Uh, <laughs> hell yeah. Somebody's hauling balls down the interstate. I live right next to the interstate. Um, so if you want to come find me, there's a clue, uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So, uh, last thing I want to say is November 30th, Pax Brew Room, um, comedy Island is the name of the show. Tickets are also in that said link tree. I mentioned before, there's lots of stuff going on. That link tree just keeps growing and growing with shit to check out and shit to do. I hope you guys, um, are, are clicking all those links, interacting with all those, uh, things, following me on all these social medias while you still can. Uh, cause once I gather, um, a, a sizable army in my discord server, I may leave everything and we'll rule the world together. We'll rule the world together. Goodbye.